Hello and welcome to the journalism.co.uk podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Granger. Each week, we bring you the most interesting conversations from around the media industry. Today, we'll be giving you some insight into how to tell human stories using numbers. On the podcast this week is Annie Goak, Senior Data Journalist for Reach PLC. Most of our listeners will be aware that Reach is a news group here in the UK with many local titles up and down the country, but they are also veterans, really, in the UK data journalism landscape. Coming up, Annie will be talking to us about a new podcast she is working on at Reach called The North in Numbers. Here, she talks to the local people that exist as numbers within large national databases. There are human stories to be told within rising homelessness figures and local council cuts, she tells us. Her podcast tries to tell those stories and humanise the statistics. If you like, it's data journalism meets podcasts. It's interesting because one thing that has stuck with me since leaving university is the saying, numbers have a numbing quality. In other words, the overuse of numbers can eventually become so overwhelming, so exhausting that you can lose sense either of the scale of a story, or really it's finite detail, but you can't really avoid using numbers when it comes to data journalism. So how on earth do you marry data journalism with podcast? Annie joins us on Google Hangout. Stay tuned. Social media is not just a place to share your stories, but it's also a great way of discovering new content, get story leads and verify information. Sign up to our social media reporting course on the 13th of February to learn all those skills and more. Head over to journalism.co.uk to book your place. So let's get straight into it, Annie. It's great to have you on the podcast this week. Thanks for having me. So Reach has introduced this new podcast called The North in Numbers. What can you tell me about that? Uh, the, the North in Numbers is uh, a part of a, the Laudable project, um, which is um, a new project where it's um, a tie-in with Reach PLC, but also JPI Media. Um, and um, we're also working with Entail, which is a new um, a podcast app. As a project, it's getting funding from Google. And the aim is to kind of boost the, the local journalism side of, of podcasts and audio. And this is one of the first podcasts that we're doing as part of that project. Uh, we've created new podcast studios like the one I'm in right now and we've also been given lots of new equipment so I've got a fancy zoom that I get to take on interviews which is great and it's also created some new roles so now I've got um, a podcast producer who is helping with not just this podcast but um, a lot of the other ones in the north this is one of the very first that's coming out as part of the project so it's really really interesting obviously you're the host of the podcast but who's kind of behind the scenes digging up the data finding out what would make a good story and of course doing the interviews also me <laughs> oh, yeah. well not all me so I'm also working on it with my colleague Mark Magel before the official uh, podcast producer kind of like started in his role and um, we were already working on this podcast together and so we've continued just the two of us I dig out all the data I've decided which stories we're going to look at for each episode um, you know I'm writing the scripts where possible I'm doing as many of the interviews as I can in the last episode um, Mark did a lot of the interviews himself because I'm still doing all my other you know day-to-day -day responsibilities as senior data journalist um, I don't have uh, the time to, to go and um, travel to Newcastle or Liverpool or wherever it is um, just to get some interviews so Mark's been doing a lot of that side of things. So how do you decide on topics and what data makes for a good podcast? Essentially, um, we've kind of come to these topics that we're choosing to focus on for the episodes off the back of our knowledge from having written data stories every day on these topics. And we, we kind of know what are going to be really big issues in the North. 
the first episode we did that was on homelessness that's an increasing problem everywhere but we know in Manchester in particular it's gone up loads and loads and loads so you know that was quite an obvious first choice of, of something to focus on um, and in terms of like you deciding what data it is that we choose to pick out again I'd say that's half the job of data journalism it's kind of having those news values knowing what is going to be the most interesting to people being able to pick out that top line it's the same whether it's data or anything else as, as an example the homelessness podcast was it a case of saying we want to do a podcast looking at homelessness in the north or was it we've got this database on homelessness let's turn that into a podcast which way around was it we kind of came up with all the episodes before we actually started recording and so it was more we started off with the premise for the podcast as a whole which is we're going to look at issues that are affecting the north in particular and look at the data behind them and then get the the human stories behind that data and then as i said we 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 already know this data is out there we report on it constantly so we kind of knew that the story was there numbers also can be a source of fatigue for the for the person listening to it when there's loads and loads of numbers it can be very easy for it all to wash over them how do you try and make the listen while still data focused and number focused, digestible and accessible for your audiences. I mean, I guess that's why we're saying um, the North in Numbers is all about the human stories behind those numbers. It's very much led by people's stories and the experiences of those most affected by those figures. Um, and it's and it's basically saying, you know, these aren't just numbers, um, these aren't just statistics. These are real people that are being affected, and these are their stories. So that's a big part of it. Is it's not too data heavy in terms of the data is the backbone of the of the each episode you know it's showing that there's been a rise it's showing the reasons behind that all that kind of thing but it's it's also really led by um those case studies and the interviews we get with people i think as well um as with writing i try not to overload it with numbers like i had far much more data than what i included in the homelessness episode and again it's that that skill of like picking out what's the most important data and what's going to be the most interesting and then i guess also keeping it as simple as possible not everyone has a head for numbers you you kind of want to make it as instantly understandable as possible so try not to get too bogged down in you know percentage increases and all the minutiae of data I mean it is a data-led podcast but the audience ideally isn't necessarily data buffs it's it's local people who are interested in the issues what I what I enjoyed about the podcast when I was uh, looking at it on the website were the use of pull quotes and maps and all those other assets to sort of bring the whole thing visually alive. What was what was some of the thinking there and how did you pull that off? That's basically the new app uh, Entail. Um, so their whole USP is that they you can include all these visual elements to it. And I guess it's just a, another way of making that audio all the more engaging to listeners. It lets you see the faces of the people you're speaking to, which I think is really important. Um, as well we ha- we haven't actually used it yet but I think it will be really good in future for when if we want to include data graphics um, so as I say we've not done that yet but there is definitely scope for us to include um, you know graphs and other data viz uh, again that's a really good way to help um, listeners like wrap their head around the data do you see this as kind of like a new form of data journalism storytelling or do you just see this as a continuation of the style of data journalism that Reach has become synonymous for? I, I don't think it is that different from what we're already doing with the kind of written stuff that we're putting out. It is a bit more feature-y than what we're usually usually doing. So uh, obviously the news stories are a bit 
uh, they're not as led by people stories so I guess what is different about this to what we're usually doing and this isn't what you know other data journalists are doing I'm talking about reach specifically um, this is letting us get a bit more of that human element um, than we do in our day-to-day stuff so that's been really exciting yeah there's, de- there's definitely a human quality in hearing people articulate and express their things rather than seeing in a, in a text quote do you agree oh yeah absolutely definitely when you think about data journalism and podcasts going together, I think a lot of people would be surprised and so wonder how those, how those two could mash together. When the idea of this first floated to you, did you were you scratching your head and thinking, how are we going to make this work or did you see it as a natural fit? Uh, there was always this element, as you, you've kind of mentioned in terms of like the numbing effect of numbers or the fatigue that you can get, there was a feeling that it could be a bit of a hard sell. There is the uh, case that some pe- sometimes people will switch off a bit if they um, start hearing statistics involved. While it wasn't necessarily uh, a very obvious fit, I, I was quite excited to try and make it work. And I think that was always the focus. As I said, the audience that we're aiming for has never been, you know, fellow data journalists or other statisticians or whatever. Um, It is for members of the public. And so we were always keeping in mind how we were trying to make it accessible and engaging. And that's why we have got, um, you know, a really big focus on on the human side of things. A recent report by the Reuters Institute for the Study of Journalism, which we reported on, detailed just how strong news podcasts are as a category of news, in fact. They tend to punch well above their weight. They tend to outperform other categories, despite there being fewer news podcasts. Why do you think this is? And what for you is the value of having a news podcast? Podcasts in general are are becoming more and more popular. And to not engage with that would be a massive oversight. It's just another form of storytelling. That's what kind of local news especially is all about. It's, It's getting those stories and telling them in whatever ways we can. I think it's really smart that both Reach and JPI are taking on this laudable project and what's really great is that it is local i think a lot of news podcasts that you 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 would get generally are going to be like looking at national issues and that kind of thing and so it's really really great that we've got this um, new platform that is looking at local news specifically i've heard it said that data journalism is especially collaborative um for you What is the nature of that collaboration and how does it work? We have had um, some collaboration in terms of um, newsrooms helping us and giving us some of their contacts for case studies. Um, so that's been really, really helpful because um, obviously, like as I said, I'm based in Manchester. Actually going out and getting case studies in other areas is, is quite difficult. Having other newsrooms share their resources with us in terms of like people that they know would work well for the episode. Um, that's been really, really helpful. And, and that's happened, just to be clear, for this podcast. It hasn't with JPI so far, um, but I have from Reach titles. We're only on episode two, however, and each episode is going to be looking at a different area. And it just so happens that um, so far we've been focusing on areas that have, a, you know, a Reach title in them. So the first one was Manchester. The second one's going to be Newcastle, um, where we've got the Chronicle. Um, and so I think um, when, we, when we're doing future episodes, we might, for example, um, focus on York or um, Sheffield, and we don't have titles there. So I'm sure we'll then be going to their newsrooms and, and collaborating with them a bit more. Uh, what's kind of left in store for the, for the podcast then? What's, what's still left to come? So we, yeah, we've got loads more episodes coming up. Um, I think we're going to start with a run of eight episodes in total, and we're 
we're only on our second, so um, we've got quite a bit more to come. Um, and yeah, we did. We were trying to make a bit of a mix between sort of the heavier subjects like homelessness. We've also got stuff that we're looking at on knife crime, local council cuts, that kind of thing, and kind of more light-hearted things. So we've got this one on restaurants, and um, we're potentially going to be looking at things like the booming breweries and that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, we've got quite a mix coming up, hopefully all interesting. Not just the pervasive issues, but also sort of the common everyday sort of interests and niches that your audiences are tuning into yeah and also um sort of like a celebration as well like it's not just it's all grim up north you know we are seeing some really positive things like as i mentioned there's a really big boom in independent restaurants and that kind of thing yeah we're sort of uh, championing that and and celebrating what's good about the north as well as what's um what we're kind of struggling with as well really really interesting um annie thanks so much for taking the time to speak to me and i look forward to the next episode no problem thanks so much for having me An interesting project for sure and a good example of a strategy to make reporting and resources go that little bit further. Maybe something for other news organisations to think about. If they have stacks and stacks of local data and think, can we follow the breadcrumbs and put a face to some of these numbers? And if so, what is the best platform to tell those stories? Podcasts are definitely one option, but what other options come to mind? Let us know what you think. Thanks to Annie for speaking to me this week, but also to you at home or on the commute for tuning in. If you like what you heard tune in next week as we bring you a christmas special podcast we can always find us on apple Podcasts too by searching for journalism.co.uk as we head into 2020 do let us know if you fancy getting on the podcast next year get in touch with one of the team or drop us a tweet at journalism news on twitter that's all from me this week until next time